Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Uh, We have a very special edition and a very special guest. Um, He is, um, you know, he's like my best friend. Um, Certainly my best friend in comedy. And... um, uh, certainly That's so the closer, cute. there is no other comedian I could think of that I'm closer with. There is no other comedian that you could think of that at 830, you could be like, can you come here at 10 PM? And they would be here. <laughs> That's, okay. <laughs> but no, there's no other comedian I could think of in the world who I'm closer with than this person. Not Aww. one, not, not one. There is not one <laughs> other comedian. I'm still not biting. Okay. But he's not just my dear friend, but we wanted to have him back on the podcast because weirdly enough. He's got a bone to pick mm. with with me, I think. What? Oh, I like that. Vis-a-vis this podcast. Wait, by the way, I want to ask him some questions. Okay, can well, we introduce him so I can absolutely. ask him a question? So uh, the, the comedic genius, the wunderkind that is uh, one of the best stand-ups I know and one of my favorite people, Brent Weinbach. Yes. Hi. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hi, Brent, mm. is Moshe like really hard to argue with? Absolutely. Like, imagine being the in hardest. a relationship he, with him. You should be a lawyer, I think. That would be so... Why weren't you a lawyer? You shouldn't... You should stop this... Co- you know, you had enough of comedy at this point, you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> but now he's got to read the tax act. He but doesn't actually, want to do that. Imagine, imagine being a lawyer with your wit. That would be... Oh, oh my God, you would reckon. slay. Yeah, you, you could actually probably still get the same, you know, rewarding or fulfillment that you get from stand-up comedy, but you get laughs in the courtroom and win cases. But thank you, Your <laughs> Honor. But, but seriously, Your Honor. Oh, my Honor. God. How many funny lawyers do you think there are right. who are as funny as Moshe? Right. Yes, exactly. Like, what zero. Actually, how many lawyers actually are cracking jokes in, I the, in the courtroom? I bet there are. are. Do you think there oh, are? Oh, for sure, but are they good jokes? Like, right. high exactly. level? Imagine if it's Moshe, and, Mas- and Moshe's so good at arguing, even What's when he's wrong. Here? Even when he's wrong, too. <laughs> 
he's really good at arguing. It's hard to win, win an argument with him, even when he's Brent, clearly I'm wrong. I'm so glad you came on this podcast. Brent, you are impossible to argue with. <laughs> he's hard to argue with too, but nobody's married to him right now. Oh, that's true. That's true. Are you I, married? I'm d- I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> Not you wish you were, you wish you could. <laughs> I, both, both. I wish I could, I wish I were. Well, you're very handsome, I I and you're. I, I can imagine you to be a the ideal lover. for many women. Mm, maybe so, maybe not, though. Yeah, maybe maybe not. <laughs> but maybe thank not. you for backing me up. Um, I want to hear, what is Brent, what's well, his bone okay. to pick? You said my bone to pick. It may be more appropriately, my, uh, have a boner to pick. Okay, with you. And sure. It's, and it's, well, Ooh. I don't know, maybe not. Um, should we just jump right into it? Well, or? okay, when, when we had... Um, Brandon Wardell and Jack Wagner on. I told the story of my bachelor party, and uh, I told it from my recollection. Memory's a funny thing. Oh, it was like a cop coming to, as a stripper? Yeah, and Brent heard that episode, I guess, and texted me, hey, that's not exactly how that happened. Ooh. And he didn't just stop there. He said, can I please come back on the podcast? Can I please come back on the podcast and explain what really happened? Yes, because I actually, it wasn't, I didn't even put it, that's not quite how it happened. It was very inaccurate, I think. Okay, all right, <laughs> fine. Uh, I'll be the judge of that. Okay. I, I'm a good arguer even when I'm wrong. Right, so let's right, find exactly, out. Yeah. Actually, what we do in the legal profession <laughs> is we bring discovery of evidence that we've found. And oh I actually my God, have, Moshe, you could make so much money. Why don't you do that? I am a successful comedian. Why are you doing this Moshe, to me? no, seriously, though. You should, <laughs> you should go to law school. You, should, you could like get so many people off. <laughs> You know what? What Actually, if- being a lawyer is kind of fucked up. You're like, I'm going to give everything I have to try to like make people who might be guilty seem innocent. Well, no, no but it's no, an age old, that's an age old moral conundrum, right? But wait or a minute. No, that's so weird. It's actually the more more immoral lawyers are the ones that are that are trying to get people in jail, not the ones that are trying to keep people from jail. I'm just saying. Well, what if they know for sure they're guilty? Well, then you're not supposed to represent that person. I tried a case, I remember, in Tallahassee, and there was a young, a youthful offender, and the guy, by all accounts, uh, seemed guilty. Slam dunk case. The state, they wanted to offer a plea bargain, right? They wanted to give him three to seven years, yeah? And I said to myself, I know this kid's not guilty, okay? So I went down, I t- interviewed his aunt and his brothers, and it turns out there was no evidence linking him to the scene of the crime purely circumstantial you know who that guy was orenthal james simpson (laughs) and he went on to have a great football career oh so it was a crime he committed before his football career (laughs) so he already had killed somebody before then or not i think he was innocent or not or not i think he was innocent okay Okay, brent so what happened on that fateful night we're actually going to play the clip Uh, so uh Evan, you know, this is our first bit of Evan, or what, what do you this call this? This is Exhibit uh, 1. Exhibit, that's it. Exhibit yeah. 1, yeah. God, you guys do not know about my field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is See, Exhibit you know, 1. You know all the terminology. <laughs> okay, we're going to listen to it. On my bachelor party. Yes. Brent Weinbach. Our friend, friend of the pod. Friend of, oh, great. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Brent Weinbach, uh, you know, did what is class, what classically he would do I love for Brent, me, so. which is hire a male stripper to come. <laughs> and by the way, it worked like 100% like it. There was a, we were having a great time. We were playing board games. It was a mm-hmm. very vanilla bachelor party. We went to the, uh, the, the Banya, went to the Russian bathhouse. Great. And then we went out to eat and we were playing board games in my house, but we were having a good time being loud. And there was a loud knock at the door. We opened it up and there's a guy that said there was a noise complaint. I fully fell for it. <laughs> and then he came in and he started stripping. <laughs> and Brent, who had, who had hired the guy, first of mm-hmm. all, Brent starts freaking out a little bit because he's 
the the stripper is kind of like gro- coming towards everybody and trying to like Brent's doing gesticulating right I, now. No, no. You want to stop we, there? You, we can play the whole clip. I just wanted to say that. I think it's good. Yeah, we can jump in. Oh, yeah. jump in. I I just want to say I wasn't freaking out. That's an you overstatement. Did, you but, fully freaked out at some point. No, I didn't freak out. But I, okay, oh, you on. absolutely freaked out. You didn't just freak out. You ran away. <laughs> That I think you're creating that in no, your mind. No, no, no. Okay, but let, hold on. Carry on then. Actually, hold, well, the objection. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> overruled. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I wasn't. I was annoyed with the situation, right. which we'll get to in a second. Okay. Grind on them, and Brent pulls me aside and whispers, "That's not the guy I hired." And <laughs> it was a different, like it wasn't just a guy. It wasn't a different looking guy. It was a different race, a different race. Like I looked. Why the did picture, Brent care? Because he was freaked out by the by the fact that he had hired. It's one never person. the same guy. Okay, pause right there. Like stereotypical. Okay. Okay. I wasn't freaked out that the it wasn't the guy I hired. I had already gone outside and met with him before he came to the door. And it was somebody else. Unbeknownst to. You know, you. Wait, wait a second. Like moments before? Ten minutes before. You went out. Wait a minute. This is a crazier story than I remember. Okay. You went outside and were like, okay, you're going to go in. Here's the yes, rules. Yes, I explained the whole And then the when the guy so- came to the door, was a new man? No, 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 no. I, my point is, is that I wasn't freaking out in that moment that you claimed to have witnessed because I already had discovered it wasn't the guy I ordered. So you don't think it's possible that you came back to the house 10 minutes later with a little bit of um, confusion and or freaked outedness? I wasn't freaked out about it being the wrong guy. I was, first of all, I wasn't freaked out. I was annoyed. You were freaked out. I was annoyed that he didn't do what I instructed him to do. Well, can I just stop you and say that that night, all of the other fellas at the bachelor party we had a like a little huddle, a meeting, and they were like, "What are we going to do?" Because Brent's freaking out right now, and everybody kept saying he's freaking out, he's freaking out. So I don't know. I think you maybe were freaking out. Okay, well, yeah, but besides that, I wasn't freaking out. <laughs> okay, all right. and um, no, because so what happened? This is what happened. Okay, so I already knew who the guy was. I mean, I knew what we were getting that night, even though I picked three guys on the website. Okay, so you select. There's a you don't just select the guy that you want. You also have a backup and then a third. Oh, you got a third. Up, yeah. A redundant backup. Yeah. And then a fourth guy shows up. Exactly. Yeah. What, what, I didn't get any of the three that I ordered. What okay? happened when you went outside? Were you like, who are you? No, I didn't. Again, I didn't even care. I mean, I just thought, okay, this isn't the guy I ordered. That's a little weird. You sure. Know? And what but would... my main concern was, <laughs> I said, this is the plan. It's just a gag. Okay. I don't, you know, it's just, it's, this is more of a joke. I said. And I said, just go in, and um, you know the plan was to pretend it's the police, knock on the door, and then you know say I'm, I'm you know whatever, whatever. And How then did it, you get away from me? I for some reason snuck my way out and okay. figured my way, in. and I met them right outside, and or the guy outside, and and uh, he. The other thing that was a little weird is he was kind of out of shape too, actually, which is <laughs> it was not. Uh, but all the guys on the website were just fully in. Sh- I mean, more than in shape. I mean, they were strong muscle men. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, uh, I told him just you know thirty seconds. Just take off your clothes and you don't you know just get down to your you know underwear or whatever and just dance around for thirty seconds and that's it. Wait, it's over. you didn't tell him to take his underwear off. Well, I thought that was specifically what you told him. I wasn't, I don't, or I don't, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if I did tell him to take off his underwear, actually. I just thought. I have a vivid memory of you saying you told him you wanted him to get naked to the penis. No, I just wanted him to strip down to his clothes and dance around and then, and then leave. And that was it. And just a little gag. 
But instead, what happened was... Well, should we keep playing we'll keep it? keep going, yeah. Because I think now our memories, or not memories, now my story is really diverging from yours. Go ahead. And cool. I have so, an explanation. Well, I have one, too. I have a but really good Moshe, one. It, Moshe's is better. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Appreciate that. Then the guy goes... Uh, first, Brent starts running he, from him. He what did he think it was like? It was a different race. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was mad. He was like, not mad. He was sketched out because he was like, yeah. wait, they sent me this picture of the guy. Right. This, it wasn't about his race, though, by the way. Well, okay, okay, hold on. Now, you, 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 sir, you claim <laughs> that your anxiety was about the fact that the dancer was not dancing uh, appropriately to, uh, according to the rules set out uh, in the dance, correct? Well, I said don't touch anybody. Okay, that's your claim, correct? Yeah. yeah. Here's the problem with what you're saying. How do I even know that it was the wrong guy if you didn't pull me aside and say... Because I told you later. And late, and then I superimposed a memory that you were upset in the moment. Absolutely, because there's something you say in this clip that is really wrong. I think. But, all right, all right, Your Honor. And you block something else out of your mind. But we'll get to that. All right, so. Your Honor. Keep. But playing. by the way, it wasn't about his race. It was just I had nothing. I wasn't freaked out at that point. No, about, I was yeah. never suggesting you were freaked out about his race. I was suggesting you were freaked <laughs> out because you hired a guy and the guy came and was so was so different. He wasn't just like not the guy. He was like really not the that guy. That wasn't my issue with the okay. whole thing. My okay. issue was that he wasn't doing what I wanted him to do. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. okay. The different person, what's going on here? Yeah. I, I only say it was a different race to say it wasn't a, a, a mildly different guy. It was like a <laughs> really <you>. different guy. <laughs> uh, I yeah. make that point and again. And he started chasing Brent in particular because I think he sensed... <laughs> no, this never Brent happened. was paying for it. <laughs> no, he <laughs> sensed that Brent was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Brent started literally running from him. That didn't yeah. happen. Okay, and then, pause, yeah. pause, pause, then, pause. I don't know if this is compelling podcast fodder or not but i know for i i i know that you ran okay can i call can we call one of the bachelors how about this who's at the party well i mean you look, ran I'll just let you... i remember you running maybe, i know where you were well maybe he started to approach me and maybe i ran away okay briefly. thank you i don't would you know say, now it's not a big sir, deal. okay not a big deal but would you say if you're running away briefly i don't think that's freaked out uh, sir let me ask the question <laughs> natasha i'll pose it to you a person running away from a stripper, running, would you call that behavior freaking out behavior? I, honestly, I would have to see it. Oh, my God. It's just I didn't want him to touch me. But you all. ran. You weren't like, no thanks. No, but it wasn't like I ran for my life. You know, I just kind of moved out of the way. <laughs> no, you, you know ran. what I mean? You did run. I don't know if you ran for I wasn't life. running Forrest Run. I was just sort of, <laughs> you know, I mean, you make it sound like I was just, you know, it was, you know, uh, cherry... Chariots of Fire or something, all right, you know? All I right. was just, I just moved out of the way quickly. All right, let's keep playing the clip. The guy got really, like, there was this moment in his face where he came in thinking he was at a gay uh, bachelor party and that we were going to love it. Mm-hmm. And he went from being serious to realizing we were all laughing at him. That sucks. That, uh, no. It sucks. Okay. And then that, that's, so it was, like, not that great. Okay, we can and pause there. Crap. I think now, okay, now that you're telling your version of, the, of events, mm-hmm. I actually think this part, I embellished. In, didn't embellish, you okay. fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Your Honor, but that was a piece of shit move. I, I objection. Um, no, I uh, overruled. Ho- what overruled? I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I think that I s- imposed on him because I didn't know the context. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think I saw him being sad and because I was sensitive to something that wasn't even there. Because he now you're telling me he already knew it was a it was a gag. Well, here's my other point is I don't think he he obviously didn't understand my instructions or something 
and I don't think he probably even understood it was a joke, maybe, because he obviously, I told him, just do 30 seconds or a minute or whatever. He was the there penis. for 20 minutes. Okay, all right. And, and then, uh, so, but, but I, don't, I didn't sense that about him myself. I didn't think he felt sad or anything like that. Okay, anyway, let's, so. let's call, the, call the witness. The witness? Yeah, the witness. Or, or a witness. Oh, you have a witness? Mm, no, the evidence. Okay. The, witne- <laughs> the witness evidence. Maybe Me. Moshe shouldn't become a lawyer. <laughs> Still feels like he's winning right now. The, the stripper and said there are different things that I can do for money. Okay, so hold on. Can you rewind that just a little bit? That part. This is a this is an embellishment. It's a whopper. I and I can tell you what I th- my theory is. Okay, on this. all right. And then that the so it's like not that great. Yeah. And then he grabbed me, the the stripper, and said there are different things that I can do for money. So he basically mm-hmm. was like, you could all fuck me if you yeah. want. Yeah. Oh, wow. So and, we did. And that was the time I cheated on my wife. Yeah, so we did. And I was always wondering, is that cheating? Yeah. Do you think it's that's not cheating? cheating? That's not cheating. Okay, no. I think no. we okay. can stop it. Okay, I think okay. we've got to the end. Let me say this. this that was is, Moshe being funny. This <laughs> is you, something honey. that is very interesting to me, Moshe, because you, first of all... You think you I'm could, lying. Well, no, I think you, can, you, turn, you suppressed a memory... And you turned it into that instead. What do you mean suppressed a memory? Well, this is what happened. Okay, and this is definitely, we can call somebody about this. He did show his penis, but only to you. He sat you down. Oh, because he, he knew that Moshe was the man the, of the hour. Yes, that's right. The birthday boy. <laughs> and um, he got a towel and he kind of, I guess, put it around his body or something like that where only you could see his bottom half and everyone else couldn't. And he showed you his penis right in front of your face. And I remember you feeling a little traumatized by that. After, And I, again, did not ask him to do that. I, I said, think you did ask I him to do that. I absolutely did not and wouldn't. I didn't want anybody to be touched or feel, you know, invaded upon or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? That's what I didn't like about the situation is that he just completely disregarded my, you know, request. Don't touch anybody or grind on anybody or anything like that. It's just a gag, you know? It's just a goof, you know? And then instead he showed you his penis up close and I don't, I didn't see him whisper anything to you. And so I, I can't say that he didn't say that, but I think you're, you blocked that out of your mind or your memory, him being, you know, showing his penis in your face. Wow. He like and, straight up propositioned you. Well, I think he's that like, he, you know, he didn't. I think there's that, a lot of things I can do for money. That's what I remember. I think you turned that memory that you didn't. Oh, into him. Into him propositioning you instead or something. So you think that I saw a penis. and I, I know for sure you saw the penis. No, but what you think is I saw a penis. I I blacked out the memory of the penis and instead implanted <laughs> a false memory where he was like, I'll fuck you. I think you somehow turned it into that. Why wouldn't it? Couldn't it be both? It could be. It could be. Because I you, remember what you're talking about. This is the, why I had my bachelorette party in a hot springs with my mom and two friends. No, but what's actually... No, it was funny, I didn't though. want anyone bringing an, an ironic stripper into my <laughs> evening. That well, sounds if, like hell. If I have anyone in my life that would do something like that, it's definitely Brent. And it would definitely... It was like really par for the course. And I wasn't surprised. Once I realized I what, yeah. what had happened and who had hired him, I was like, yes, this makes sense. Well, Yes. I just want to also give credit to Jesse, who's actually the one who actually ended up paying a lot of it, actually. Because oh. I remember Jesse. This sounds like we an were all expensive gonna, stripper. He well, was we, propositioning oh, was motion no, for was, sex. We were all going to split the money on everything, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, and then I, Jesse ended up giving a lot of money into the pot that she, I just want to give him credit. It wasn't like I, you know, I don't want to. How take much from, was it? How much was it? I forgot, he? actually. What do you think? 300? Uh, something maybe like that or something like that, you know? Well, anyway, but, Brent. But. Anyway, I just want you to know it wasn't. It, that's what I was upset about. It was not 
it was that he didn't follow the directions and I didn't want it to be that. And he was there for 20 minutes or something. You also were freaked out. I think the record will show that you were freaked out. I mean, I didn't want to be touched by his body. And you ran. <laughs> I maybe skirted out of the way or something. He skirted. He ran, man. Brent skirted. You make it sound honor. like I, I, a marathon man or something, you know? So listen, Brent, we're so happy you're here. Thank you for having me. And I'm you glad I got an opportunity to, you know, clear get my- that. Uh, no, and I, I hear you. And, I, and, you know, I do think that it's, it is really hard when something like that happens to, like, figure out what exactly because i've been in Moshe's situation if that is what happened you where where you don't quite know your, your memory. memory it could be something different than what was actually there because of think of all the emotions because the night the, before you're getting married like you don't know what's happening plus right. a penis in your face a well, penis, penis in your that's face that's part of the story like, that feels like bullshit to me i don't feel like oh, do you remember his that, breath no but i don't feel like seeing a naked man would have done any would have traumatized me in any way. I've seen a million naked men. In I my remember life. afterwards you were, you said it was really intense, and you said that in this way that made me. I think, believe wow. I would say that yeah. it probably was really intense. I mean, yeah. I fucked a stripper the but, night before I was going to get married. <laughs> I mean, you're not supposed to do that. But, but wait, you, Brent, I I wanted to say. Oh, I want to say about memory. You know, I, I oh do uh, cats. What? Cats? Cats? What? It's a song from Cats, honey. Oh, no. No, I wasn't going to sing that. No, this is what I heard about memory. This is really interesting to me. Memory, the way that your memory works, is that when you remember something, you don't remember the original memory. You remember the way your brain pulls memories out of your brain. You remember the last time you remembered it. And so every time you remember something, you're remembering a copy of a copy of a copy right. of a copy of a copy. And all of our memories are extremely shoddy for that very Isn't reason. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's so weird to think that our memories, and basically our memories are what kind of define us as people, are these are fake. really poor quality you know, Xeroxes or whatever of... Something that happened such a long, you know, so you, many times. That's been Xerox so many times. Yeah, you're it's playing so telephone with yourself when you when you remember things, you know. But do you think that some things get more defined as they get copied, though, in a weird way, right? That's interesting. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, sometimes I feel like a memory can get even stronger, even if it's not real or something. I well, don't know. Well, you know? when it comes to this memory, the things that I remember are different than the things you remember. Like I remember you running. That's a really visceral memory. I remember I remember where you were. I that those are the details that I go to. Right. It's so even mm. if it's a fake memory, that's the thing that it becomes about. So anyway. I have memories from when I was younger where I think someone said something to me, but now that I'm thinking of it sometimes I'm like maybe it was just the action made me think that they meant the that memory. Thing. Yeah, possibly. And you know I else? don't know. You know what's also interesting is: Do you ever have memories about things that you fantasized about, and then you, it, it was a fantasy from a long time ago that maybe you then you start to think was real, maybe sure or something. Or have you, know? you ever had this where you're like you have a memory and then you tell it to someone, they're like that happened to me. Oh, that's that's, interesting. My, that's my experience, and that's you're like really interesting. Oh, you forgot that they told you that, but you remembered the thing, and it went into your own brain, and you go, you know, that's why all of my stand up is. Uh, accidentally stolen from George Carlin. <laughs> I swear I thought I wrote it. <laughs> okay, listen, Brent, we're so happy you're here. Do you want to take a call with us? Oh, I'd love to. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh? What would you say is the highlight of our child's month? Uh, when she takes a nap? Oh, no, that's the highlight of my day. 
Well, if you want to keep your kids stimulated and she's not napping enough, we cannot recommend KiwiCo enough to you. Because oh, I love KiwiCo. Isn't it awesome? She gets these little packages once a month with all these really engaging, cool toys and books. They've got like all kinds of awesome lessons. There's STEM. If your kid is into science stuff, there's these cute little koala characters that she gets to know and love. It's freaking awesome. And she, she gets so excited when the crate comes. It's called the crate and she opens it up and it's all this really fun stuff just for her. They have science, technology, engineering, math, or art through hands-on activities like creating giant bubbles and experimenting with ice cream. One thing that's super difficult about having kids is you have to figure out stuff to do with them. Well, KiwiCo does all the legwork for you so that you can just spend your quality time tackling those projects together. And there's things for kids of all ages. There's, so, also, there's also no commitment so you can pause or cancel at any time and then once a month the box comes and sometimes I'll save it for like a time when I know like okay Saturday I'm home with her all day Moshe's out surfing leaving me home to solo parent mm-hmm. uh, and so you know save that little box and uh, Pop it it's on perfect. Open. It's just like a little kiwi it's, it's a brown box but inside there's a lot of sweetness. Pack summer full of memorable discoveries with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code HONEYMOON at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code HONEYMOON. Okay, so Brent, we are going to call Gaul. Okay. Not Godot. Gaul. 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 We're going to play, but she said Gaul. Gaul? Do you mean Gal? Gall? Gall. G-A-L? As okay. In, as in bladder. As in bladder? <laughs> Your gal oh, bladder. bladder. As, as in the Hebrew word for wave. Okay, so we are going to call Gall in Atlanta. What if Atlanta's where they shoot a lot of films and a lot of superhero films? It could what be if Gal, gal Gadot? Gadot. That would be crazy. Oh my God, <laughs> I hope see. it's her. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> it remains to be seen. Okay, oh, that's not Gal Gadot. Well, it no, could, it's still a could, man. It still could be. Okay, are you Gal Gadot? Not. You're not. Okay. It could be. It could be made. Unfortunately, not. We didn't know because Atlanta, there's a lot of films that are you know, being made. And, and you do have dimples, so yeah, that's, that's good. that's true. And it could be makeup for a role. All right. <laughs> Gal. I figured you out of all people would uh, know where the name comes from. I know. It's the word for wave in Hebrew, right? That is correct. And I have a tattoo of a wave as well. Sick. Where is it? On his on my forearm. Oh, look at that. Now that's a wave. All right. Well, my brother in waves, um, how can we help? We have Brent Weinbach here and, of course, Natasha Legero. Right on. Uh, so there's this woman I've been seeing for about a month, month and a half now. Jewish? Uh, uh, no. You should break up with her. Thank you so much for calling in. And we appreciate that. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Both her and I uh, know that like it's not very serious just because her and I want different things out of our lives uh, and relationships. And uh, so... In the meantime, I've been seeing other women uh, going on dates and whatnot. And, you know, I'm kind of in this like dilemma where I'm wondering if like what I'm doing is cheating, even though uh, we're in this place where we know it's not serious and we know it's going to be short term. Mm. And my other thing is like, should I even bother like continuing with it if I know that that's the case? Ooh, I would call this a classic. He needs just communication. How can you help him with Amen. communication? Well, it's just, Brent, any thoughts here? Communication. <laughs> but, I mean, that's obviously what needs to happen, right? Well, like, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, Gal, yeah. this is so simple. All you do is to either tell this woman, hey, just so you know, in the interest of full disclosure, I'm seeing other people. 
or you break up with her because you're seeing other people and can't bring yourself to be honest but with now her. how do you help someone like gal who's charming and you know he just wants to party he's got a wave tattoo he's got Dim- a wave dimples. tattoo he's got dimples he's he's, he's, he's charm charm for days okay so he's how doing do coke you off of the wave how do you tell a guy like this how to be direct and have these uncomfortable conversations with women? He doesn't really need to have uncomfortable conversations with women. He's he's too cute for that. He's okay. above it. Let me ask well, you. How how does he make I mean, himself have these conversations? Oh, oh wait, he Brent, smiles while he does it. Yeah, yeah Brent, Brent's like, well, I don't know if he's that cute. Honestly. No, no, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say use the cuteness to your advantage. And that's how you can have this conversation is, you know, make the conversation fun by being cute about it. Yeah, but do, it. Being do it. Do the real. cute fun version right. okay you just show the right, samples right, you yeah. smile a little bit you kind of go hey listen so you know this is not serious right <laughs> <laughs> we're having fun right we're just you know i'm we're seeing other people oh brent you, you need little, dimples you show those little and do this kind of thing uh, i mean i'll tell you how i would do it in, in sincerity is i would text her hey i need to talk to you about something you put yourself on the hook with the text that way you can't weasel out of it Right. So you are, so then the next time she sees you, you'll be like, wait, what did you want to talk to me about? You go, you know, I was just thinking I should tell you that I'm seeing other people. I know we're not very serious, but it's important that I'm just honest with you. That seems like, you know, put yourself on that hook or stop seeing this person. But how have you ever had a conversation about it being um, monogamous? Uh, vaguely. He's like, it didn't get too what's deep, that but mean? I think, <laughs> but I think that's good what you mentioned. Like, just like the first thing I mentioned next time I see her, just to be like, hey, like I. But it's, let you know. it sounds like you are catching a vibe from her that she wants more from you. Well, I mean, she wants more, but uh, well, at the, it's like yes and no, but like it was very much like. Uh, that was very much communicated at the beginning, like you know. That doesn't uh, matter. People change and feelings grow. Women, and- gal, women are like a wave. At times right, they right, crest. Yeah. At times they crash. They change. There is nothing. Co- but people are like that. Natasha's right. Mm-hmm. The person you started dating isn't the person you're dating now. Why do you want to go out out with her now? Uh, convenience, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Brant, 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 Brant. What does that mean? F- fucking. For sex. So you're basically, how do I continue to use my girlfriend for sex? But what about those other girls? Yeah, what a yeah, good question. I mean, why don't, they, don't you get fulfilled well, uh, I hate to tell you this, and I'm sure that you won't back me up, Gal, but whoever has the biggest tits, that's the one he just what wants to keep having sex with. What are you talking about? No way. Am I right, Gal? Uh, no. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, wait, Gal, what, 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 yeah, why is this person some, why do you feel like you're cheating on this person if it's just for convenience, as you say? Uh, I don't know. I guess, like, I'm worried that, like, the feelings will grow, uh, like you were saying. Not in you, but in her. He's all, well, she tells me yeah, she loves yeah. me and yeah. that, you know, she was wondering when I'm going to propose and stuff. And, and I said I would propose. And I, said, and, I, said I, did, I would, and I did propose. And I said I would love her forever until I die, you <laughs> know, whatever. I think that this person, uh, it, this person deserves your honesty and your feeling. You seem like a decent guy that knows you're engaged in, in, a, in at least a little bit of dishonesty, emotional dishonesty at any rate. So you just have to cop to it and, and say, and she probably is going to be upset because it sounds to me like 
Did you, uh, yeah. do you think she thinks that you're exclusive? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. Well, you know, you could, I think you should just put, <laughs> you know, put it like this in this context, something's been on my mind lately and I wanted to talk to you about it, you know, just that kind of thing that this has been kind of bothering you and you just want to you know, like get that. it off my chest and, or get it off your chest. Mm. I, I like that. I hate this thing. And Communication. I, there's nothing wrong with it. It won't affect your orgasms. I think it all enhances it. It probably, yeah, I agree. It probably will. It won't affect his orgasms, but it might affect your erections. That's true. You'll just have <laughs> or- orgasms out of a very flaccid yeah, penis. Yeah, it'll just come out. And that's what real men that communicate and are honest with their partners, they always are having orgasms, never having erections. That's a classic truth. That's how it is. Right. It's part of growing up is having uh, an orgasm when, like, a soft, soft. soft O is what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah but wait, exactly. I, I, I want to say, it, I, this is so familiar to me from my youth. This thing where I know there's a thing that I should be saying. I know there's an a, a, an action that has integrity, and I'm choosing not. I'm choosing to like dance in this. Like, oh, I don't really. I'm not. I'm not fully sure what she thinks. It's never been explicitly stated, and I just. I, I don't know. I'm just a, a victim of lack, a lack of information. It's like kind of yeah, just turning a blind eye or something like that, right? Yeah, and Gal, you seem like a guy who has some uh, in, internal integrity. And it's time to start listening to that. You're getting older. You're what? You're 25 now. Uh, 28. Of 28. And 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 it's past time. It's and there three might years be past time. Someone better for you to hang out with if she's like what? Because like if you say that to her and she's like completely distraught. But Mosh, can you give her him a script? Like what does he say that doesn't like completely offend? I, I loved what Brent said. Oh wait, what did you say, Brent? Well, I just said you know, hey, something's been on my mind lately, and I wanted to get it off my chest. You know you know, just about the parameters of our relationship. I, you know, I haven't been exclusive to, you know, you just be direct about it, but be nice about it. Yeah. That it's been on your mind. And it's been bothering you. Just say it's been, then, something's but, been but, on my mind. that has been bothering me that I'm, I just want to make sure that it was clear between us, you know? Yeah. But, but how, so, so you're saying then reiterate, we're still, I just want to make sure this is a casual thing. And say it's that, been that's on, the it's, hard part. And say it's been on, something's been on my mind the last you know few days or whatever. And I just wanted to make sure you know we were on the same page. And does he have to offer any excuses as to no, he why just, he's he just, not feeling like he wants to be committed right now? Because that's that's where I would go to if I were in his position. I'd be like, I just, you know, like there's just so many things going on. I just have like, there's COVID. And there's like, I would just like you come up, up with like, I don't know. I just, I would just like bring up 10 different things as to why. Why, when there's actually like just a simple, you don't even have to say why. You can just say what you think, and that would be strong. But it's just hard to it's hard. to stick with that. That's I, all. Well, it, I guess if she asks, well, how come you don't want to be in a committed thing? Then you got to start figuring something out. I guess. Then you got to ride then, the way because then so she takes it personally. I, got, I have the plan. Okay, if she says, okay, well then let me ask, why do you not want to commit? You say. I'll be right back. <laughs> and then you wait till the next week and call this podcast again and, and then let we'll us know and we'll tell you what to say. We'll tell you okay? the rest of the conversation. That's how, that, and that's how you hook listeners. That's right. Yeah, that's right. how you hook your audience. next week to see who yeah. I mean, see, I, for the next I, bit listen, of advice. When I try to learn how to talk to my kid, like I follow people on Instagram who give you scripts to like say things to your kids so you don't get like taken advantage ah. of. And so I, I do think that sometimes that scripts can work. So that's why... You know what? What is the thing? Well, I will say, I listen. Thinking about this, I'm giving you very prescriptive advice, but it's a lesson that I didn't learn. It took me a long time to figure 
this out. If I, I don't even know if I ever fully figured it out when I was single. I spent a lot of time pretending that I wasn't noticing that people weren't happy in a relationship. And it's only now that I'm older and I'm married and I'm out of that game that I'm going like, damn, I could have had more integrity in that situation. I could have said directly, you know, I was always doing this thing where I was like, well, she didn't say she, she, that's what she wanted. Why am I supposed to assume I know what she, but in reality, there were people that I knew had more feelings for me than, than, than I had, or people that I knew that would have been hurt if I told them that I wasn't exclusive to them. And I should have just been honest about that. I was never dishonest, but I was, I did. I did not have conversations that I knew were important to have. It's like that old uh, Hedberg joke. Uh, what is it? He says, I don't have a girlfriend, but I know a woman that would be very upset to hear me say that. It's, it's like, that sounds like where you are. And if she does ask why you don't want to commit, you could just be honest, which I assume is that you... Then walk out. Yeah, then walk out. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just don't even... What if you just stood there and stared at her? <laughs> just free, creeped her out and make her not want to be with you. What you would, know what I mean? <laughs> just, what, what would you want somebody to say to you when you were dating who you I had... would never want anyone to tell me that they didn't want to think of me in a serious way. Did you well, never have it, casual it, things like that, though? I did, but like... Those people I never really wanted to talk to again. Well, yeah, it's, to... it's simple as this, though. You just say it's not somewhere where I It feels I, like I rejection. I, just, I, I can't. But, right. But even if it is rejection, then so be it. Then it yeah. should be a rejection if that's the case. You know what I mean? Like, that it should, if it plays out like that, where she is, doesn't rejected. like that you didn't want to be committed to her, would, then you shouldn't go out with her. Yeah, wouldn't over. you rather be rejected than lied to? Not oh, that yeah. I'm accusing you of lying, Gull. I'm saying. There's not enough honesty in this relationship that it's bothering you enough to call a podcast, right? If you really, right, right. if you really were confident in the fact that this was really fully casual, then you wouldn't have this question. You already know the answer. You knew it before you called. You have to be like the wave. Right, right. Every Just time you guys mention, every, every time you mention the wave, I think of that. Do you remember that? Um, the wave. The no, wave. You, well, there's that. But do you remember the uh, that cult thing? You you know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that cult? It was some kind of. TV, after school special or something about cults and it was the wave and it was this cult that kind of was built at this high school and then it turned out their leader was hitler you remember that no no and don't bring up hitler with a guy with an israeli name on the phone that's straight up disrespectful <laughs> it was a, they were trying to teach a lesson about how the holocaust happened I see. that's what it was it was that the wave was a lesson to teach how the holocaust happened listen gal you need to be an ally and you need to talk about your feelings and you need to just say what's on your mind and where you're at and it's okay that you're there and you know it's okay if she gets hurt it's okay if she gets hurt and it's okay to say what you want and it's okay to change what you want but for right now this is just where you're at and so. don't mention the thing about it's okay how to say it she, if she does say why don't you want to be with me don't say you know for convenience don't do that <laughs> All right, good luck, gal. All right, all right. Hey, I hope to see you guys in Atlanta soon. We'll come. That sounds great. Uh, and we'll stare very deeply at your date and see if we think it's one of the new people or not. He's not going to take it. All right, don't show. say anything. All, all right, right, we won't. Ya. Goodbye, gal. The problem with him is that... He's still on the line? Oh. <laughs> His... Here's the problem with him. Well, it's just hard because he wants to... He he wants to have sex, but when he keeps having sex with this girl and keeps like doing a thing with this person, he's cutting himself off from who might really excite him, whom he might want 
to have some kind of like future or more substantial relationship well, with. Well, it's more than that. He's actually also robbing this woman of well, the opportunity yes. to meet somebody that would would be interested in something more serious with her. And that's why I don't think casual things work because sometimes you're just being casual because you're not that into them. And but, then it's like it's taking up your energy for something that could be more meaningful. That's right. That's why I abstained from casual sex for two full years before I met you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I rest my case, Honor. Your Honor. <laughs> I rest um, my case, Honor. Um, but I, I actually don't quite understand why it's important for him to be in a casual relationship with somebody if he has other casual relationships Because he wants on. to fuck everybody. Because he's 28 and he wants my to fuck everybody. My guess was that she had the biggest tits, but everyone wants that. But then why not just be into that only? If she's, you know what I mean? She's no, because he wants, he wants multiple partners, but he's got somebody that he's been seeing for longer it's that he easy. feels emotional fidelity to even though he doesn't want to be with her and so he feels like he's you can have emotional fidelity and not want to be with someone? absolutely if you're seeing someone even a booty call even even the most like casual booty call if you booty call them long enough they become familiar to you and you start to like care about them in in a way mm. but but not enough that you are like i want to be with this person see this is some player type you know philosophy that i you know that's it, all i got player <laughs> It's that is player uh, philosophy. Well, no, these are. It's almost like this is from the the player's handbook in, in a sense. You know what I mean? Just, Moshe used to watch that guy Mystery. He yeah, would. he's my kind of my. Wait, did you really watch him? No. A, okay, you've never looked at anything Absolutely like that. Absolutely right? not. All those pickup artist people are to teach men that have no idea how to flirt with women how to like construct a. A, an, an artifice in order to talk to women have you ever used you've read some of that stuff though just for your own amusement Wait, right Brent, can i tell you though i took a i took a like a um, movie writing class in san francisco and it was in a lecture hall and mystery had like the bottom half of the lecture hall and so we would go down during the break and mystery was there in a top hat and he was just talking to all these like short guys, just kind of like holding court. And it, I just I wanted to like skip our class and like go listen. But yeah. there was all men. So they would have seen me to what this guy was telling all these like and they all seemed short. There are, it's so <laughs> sorry. It's funny. That I seemed to be the theme. I was just talking to my <laughs> podcast partner, Doug Lusenhop about shortness and about how short is deemed as kind of unattractive or negative or something like that. That's kind of interesting, though. But I don't think it really is. Well, it but is. with these guys... No, it is. No, no, I'm not saying it is unattractive. I'm saying it's deemed unattractive in the world. Ergo, those people... Those but short, only in men. Only in men. Those people... I actually find short women to be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. No, but short men, as a result of that stigma a lot of times would be the type of people that never learn to naturally flirt and, and and express their sexuality with the woman. And so and then it becomes a complex and then it becomes a, almost a disorder. And then they have to go to somebody like Mr. E, Mr. E. So it's like I don't I'm not surprised there was a lot of short guys, not because I know oh, right, there's cause... other short guys. I know I know a lot of one of my my best friends like um, he was my best friend growing up. Um, said to me what he always was like very popular with girls and very had like very confident guy super confident and he came up to me like 10 years into our friendship he goes you know i just realized i'm kind of short <laughs> like he had all What's this kind of short he's probably five six but he had all this confidence that's and short it never occurred to him that he was short because he didn't have that that feeling and that so shortness isn't the problem the problem is like 
just being confident. And and if you're confident, then you don't need somebody like Mystery to teach you how to talk to a person. You just are confident. You go say, hi, how are you? You know what revelation we had? On- oh, and they were all wearing top hats. Did I say that? <laughs> no. Wait, all the, the, the audience was well, wearing top one hats? One of his rules is peacock. And which means like wear something crazy so that everyone stares That's at you. It's funny. So it wasn't stuff so that it it's was just like... stuff that accentuated their height. Is the funny oh, thing. Yeah. It, just, it <laughs> makes them seem taller because they could have peacocked. They could have peacocked by you know wearing some kind of big jacket or something. Exactly. But instead, it was something to make them taller. But the revelation we had, Doug and I had recent today tonight actually just before coming here was that okay when someone's kind of being aggressive or being overly confident and they're short, people think oh he has a Napoleon complex or something right or something like that right. But if someone's tall and they're being like that, they don't say that. They just think, oh, yeah, he's like that. He's, he, you know <laughs> right. what I mean? That's kind of interesting that tall people can get away with being alpha because they're tall. But although the short a- guy is going to say, they're going to say, oh, he has a complex. Although you know? I have noticed in the opposite direction, unbelievably tall people, really large people that the kind of people, the minute you see them, you're like, whoa. Yeah. I find those people generally are incredibly gentle. Because Gentle they, giant. Because they have their own complex. Which okay, is that first every, of all... Hold on just a sec. They have their own complex, which is that every time somebody says sees them, they get scared, so they start acting smaller than they are. As the only person here who is actually almost legally not normal height, <laughs> I'm 4'11". Is what? anyone here closer? Like, what is, like, the what? height of a normal adult? Uh, 4'12". I think you... I think, like, Four eight is a little person. No, I'm four eleven. Four eight is not a little person. Actually, how person. tall is? What is the? Legal? I don't know. Because actually, how tall is Danny DeVito? Do you know? He's very short. He's, He's like, like five f- two. I'm four eleven. Right. Okay. Anyway, I'm just saying. Yes. Do you have a question? Thank you. A legal oh. short person is four. Ten. A legal short person. You know what? I'm one inch. I am the only person who can even talk about this. I think short person sounds better than little person. Actually, yeah, they should have said short person. Sounds kind of, you know. Why are we? Why are we weighing in? These are my people. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Natasha. She's a little person. Okay. So if I were one inch shorter, I would be a little person. So let me just say, my whole life, Mm -hmm. since you guys are asking. I have felt, you know, like ducks, they're like kind of like cool and smooth, but they're like paddling really hard. Being small is like that. Really? That's a good. You paddle hard? Inside, like you're just never like, you always feel. And then I also, because I have been a short person my whole life. And then I also, and people my whole life were like, why are you so short? You're short. Oh, I would like you if you weren't so short. Like. Really? Even that agent, he was I like, would like, you, you could if be. You were so short. I remember in like second grade, this like the cutest guy came up to me. He was like, I would, too bad you're so short. You're pretty. Like it was like, whatever. Who cares? Anyway, the point is, I just remember always like an onslaught of that. And then I also remember, oh, I wanted to tell you guys, I remember reading. Uh, tell him the story about the agent. Oh, and then I had an agent. Tell him the story. This is a good story. I can't tell the whole you story. Don't want, honey. Right. They'd have to read my book. But basically, I finally got an agent in New York. And it was like this huge deal. And I like gave him this monologue. He's like, that was amazing. Can you come back next week and do it for everybody? So I came back next week. He had the whole agency there. It was like Times Square. He had a view. He was like an agent I knew about. And I did it. And he was like, that was amazing. They clapped. And then I went back to my college. And I was like in the student center. He said, call me at 3 o'clock. So I called him at 3 o'clock on the payphone. And then he was like, 
that was a great job today, but after discussing it with everyone, we just have all realized you're too short to ever make it as an actress. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> Natasha, you know, you know what the problem is? You should have, you should have worn a top hat. <laughs> if you wore a top hat during that performance, you would be, you know, that lady with that, that tall lady with a top hat was a very good actor. Yeah. But then I started hyperventilating in the student center and that was like, you know, like I just thought like this man has, I mean, by the way, he was a short person. I mean, he wasn't a tall person, but he wasn't you know, trying to be an as actor. Yeah, you he was meet, an agent. I mean, like, by the way, Tom Cruise was a tiny little thing. I, <laughs> he I just, little thing. I just took a tennis lesson the other day from this guy, and he was like, you know, like six two, like you know, just like these like specimen of like he was like Italian. Like I just feel like six two in Italian. I I read I read this quote in Latin, and it's it, basically what the translation was was being tall half the battle is already fought, mm. and I do feel that like if you're a tall specimen of a person. Like not like tall and uh, there's like a certain zone, but you also have to be attractive. So who knows? Well, I mean, yeah, it's like I said, the 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 a short person if they're trying, you know, if they seem like they're dominant or something, it seems like they're compensating for something, or people might think that. But if they're tall, yeah, okay, yeah, that that checks out. He's gonna be aggressive. Life is filled with, but challenges. not even aggressive. Not aggressive, but just you dominant, could be dominant, suave. You just could dominant, just like yeah. float through life because you can see everybody. When I go to a cocktail party, I can't see anybody. Right. So right. like, and then also I, having to wear but heels. I'm, I'm good at parties with you, aren't I? I'll go up to all the big players at the party. I'll say, have you met my duck? <laughs> I'm just saying Look it's like, paddles, no, right? it'd be nice right. to be like six feet. You want to be six feet tall? I don't think six foot tall women are no, no, have no. an easy time of That's life not, either. Look, you five, eight, maybe. Okay, five, five eight. Seven, oh, five, seven, saying, five, eight. My yeah. point is, everybody, I wasn't gendering it. I was just saying it'd be nice to be it, above everybody and kind of see what's by going on. By the way, on. I used to feel that way. I used to feel like I wish I was a couple inches taller, you know? So that I, I used could, to wish I was a baller. <laughs> um, I wish I had, I wish a, I had a rabbit with a, at, with a rabbit and, and, a hat, a and a top hat. <laughs> 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 it's a song you may not know. Hey, Tosh, I, no, I totally agree. There are, there are a million challenges that people have, and they either... They can either traumatize them or they can define them. And sometimes being sh whatever different version, being being uh, tall, being short, being freckled, being whatever it is, it's like a thing that can kind of can oppress you. It can define you. I mean, I think you probably wouldn't be the dynamic person that you are if you weren't short, if you weren't paddling so much. So Right. We, the paddling kind of gave you that drive. Yeah, you got that paddle you know? strength. Yeah, you got paddle strength. And you yeah. know what you do when you're surfing hmm. and you see a wave, a gull coming? You got to paddle. It all kind of is all linked together, it isn't is. it? It is. I'll, yeah. Have it you ever done duck face in a photo before? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, Brent, do you want to maybe stay and listen to some secrets or do you want to do another call? Oh, we got, we got I, another call to do. I have to pee. Go pee. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. You know how you've been saying that you need a psychiatrist? No. You've been constantly saying that? No. You know how you've been saying that you need somebody to deal with your toenail fungus and stuff? No. Well, anyway, if you had either of those doctors that you needed to see, the place I would recommend is ZocDoc. We cannot recommend the Zoc to the Doc enough. I mean, I got to say, this is kind of crazy, but I used it today. 
Really? Yes. You made an appointment on ZocDoc today? Yes, with the ZocDoc doctor I met last time, and now I can just FaceTime him, and it's really easy, and we have a rapport. They make this so easy. It's a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, that take your insurance, and that are available when you need them. That's the important part. You go into their app, and they show you, here's all the doctors around you, and here are all the times that are available. So you can often get same-day appointments, next-day appointments, at whatever time works for you. It's you can also awesome. read up on local doctors. You can get verified patient reviews. That's how I picked my and see what other real humans had to say about their visit, not bots. Go to ZocDoc.com slash honeymoon and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many available within 24 hours. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc and I am one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find or book a doctor. That's ZocDoc.com slash honeymoon. ZocDoc.com slash honeymoon. Okay, so uh, we're going to call Daniela in Queens. Hopefully, hopefully she's not a short man. <laughs> I think she's not. Where, where is she? Located? Queens. Queens. Okay. What is all these? Yeah, Late East, night East, East, coasters. East coasters. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Daniela. Hi, guys. Hi. You're up late. <laughs> Thank you. There was actually a little snafu. I fell asleep for the first time. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. Well, listen. For the first time in what? Um, for I think I was supposed to be on earlier. My uh, bad. Oh, got it. Well, it's okay. We, you know, we. Well, I've always called New York the city that never sleeps. Have you ever heard what? that? <laughs> I have to say, Daniela, I'm really excited to hear what your problem is because you're extremely vibrant and attractive and. You just woke up. You seem like you have no problem. You you just woke up and you look like this. So like, you're yeah. so laid back. You got s sleeve tattoos. Yeah, you do look cool. And what's, what's up? Oh, sleeve tattoos. I've never heard of those. That's cool. What? <laughs> You've what? never heard of that? <laughs> sleeve tattoos? No, sleeve tattoos. Oh, I thought you said sleep. Listen, I just woke up from a nap. See, oh, she hey. rolls with it. I bet she would be down for an open. Now, this is someone not knowing anything about her. She wants mm -mm. to keep it open. Don't agree. Do you like open <laughs> relationships? Nah. No, I, didn't. <laughs> I knew it. Hey, by the way, speaking of relationships, we would like to have you engage in a relationship on this podcast <laughs> with our guest, Brent Weinbach, who is here joining us. And of course, Natasha and Don't I are here. Don't proposition her, honey. No, I'm saying in a podcast relationship. Yeah. Like they're going to. Yeah, not a romantic relationship. No, this is going to be just a, a, a professional relationship where advisory. we go to dinner and, you know, we <laughs> spend time, you know, walks make, on the beach together. And make so plans yeah, make for the plans. rest of our yeah. lives. And, you know, you know. you know, Danielle, I was born in Queens. Oh, that's sweet. I'm from Flushing. I'm from Forest Hills. She's not impressed, honey. Well, she's not yeah. impressed. Daniela, uh, I've seen the nanny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Daniela, <laughs> how can we help? So, um, I'm in, I've been in the dating pool um, recently, and there's this one guy that I went on a date with, two actually, Um both a few kind of like days apart. Um, first one went really nice. Uh, well, actually, he's a really cool dude. Um, and then the second one, um, the morning after, we're um, both walking to the subway because we're both going to work. And uh, he ran into like a neighborhood friend and introduced me as his girlfriend out of nowhere. <laughs> and I was like, 
<laughs> News to me. Um, this was after your first time together? No, this was our second date. Dude, so that's first, rude. Our, our, first yeah. sexual encounter. It's like, it's like he was using you because you're so hot as like a prop to be like, oh, yeah, see, I pretty, pretty much don't go with myself. Natasha, you nailed my feelings exactly. Thank you. I was just like, oh. That is like um, really gross. Once again, an, a spot on impression of a man. Though. <laughs> that was crazy. I felt like I was in, in the room with your date. <laughs> so, Have you ever heard a male comic? They're like, and then my wife was like, eh, can you please not do that? <laughs> yeah, I'm just doing the male version of that's that. That's pretty good, Natasha. Thank you. Uh, you should do that. Yeah, that's funny. You should do that for that's your just own voice. an impression of Minnie Mouse. You, <laughs> okay, good. Daniela, sorry. So you felt um, shocked out, and like it was out of nowhere? Yeah, I mean, I, I tried to kind of keep it under um, like my reaction, not as crazy as it was in my brain because I didn't want to make him feel awkward. I didn't want to embarrass him in front of his friend or whatever. But um, Listen, everyone deserves the benefit of the doubt. He might have gotten nervous. This might have been like an old guy who he was like had a thing. It was a guy, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe they had. I I don't know. But I mean, I definitely think you need to like if you're going to continue to see this guy, you can have to say you're going to have to maybe say something like, listen, that was kind of weird. I'm not your girlfriend. I like you, but we're not. I felt a little used in that situation. I'm sorry if and see how he how he responds. Well, yeah. What's your what's your what do you want to know? I don't. Did you feel used even? I think it's more just it was weird, right? No, I, I didn't feel used at all. Actually, it didn't hit me until like. A couple of hours later, I was just like, whoa, this guy thinks I'm his girlfriend after a second date. Because we literally, like, um, it, we went on our first day on a Saturday, parted ways, and then made plans for some time during the middle of the week. So, uh, I get it. Wait, did you did you guys had sex? On the second date. Yeah, yeah. I get where you're, why you were upset. Because you're like, we just had sex. You're my husband. <laughs> I'm not your girlfriend. We're married now. That's what you should. That's how you should have played it, dude. You should have said, "You did you just call me your girlfriend? We had sex. I'm your wife, dude." And then he would have took off. Yeah. Daniela, do you like him? So that's the thing. After that happened, so I didn't want to say anything because. Um, so th- this this happened a week ago. He's he works in film. He's out. He's shooting something. So I haven't really seen him because he's out of town um but he's he's also exhibiting like boyfriend behavior through text (laughs) (laughs) like what like what like what boyfriend behavior Um, so uh just good morning every morning which is very nice um uh sending me like little like photos from the film and asking me, I don't know. I, I, I sound like a real. No, I'm just thinking about all the incels listening to this right now going, see, this is our fucking problem. Girls say they like a nice guy, but this guy's being so cool. But I hear you. He seems like a, a you got a class five. He clinger. just really likes you a lot. <laughs> yeah, but it's a clinger. You got to hear that. I hear you know that. What? It's like you got to have game in both directions. You have to know how to talk well, to there people. Was, there was also another instance. Um, so he's it's not like he's on the other side of the country uh he lives in brooklyn he's filming in new jersey but he's having to stay at a hotel there um and there was uh just an exchange over the weekend like oh what are you doing i was like i'm working i'm doing this whatever 
Um, and he goes, uh, I wake up to a text that's like, um, so what time are we getting breakfast? Because I guess he had to go back to his apartment to get some things. And I was like, this is unbeknownst to me. And I was like, we didn't make plans, did we? He was like, no, I was just wondering if you wanted to get like, if you wanted me to drop by some bagels or something. And I was like, oh no. He was trying to be flirtatious. He was trying to be flirt. I feel bad for this guy. I, I know what happened here. Yeah. You're, this is just mean. You're out of his league a little bit. And he was like so sprung that he's doing all this dumbass like just simp bullshit because he's like doesn't quite know how to handle you and he's striking out on these streets i think you need to think about what you want from a dude and from a man and from or from a relationship you know and think about like who would excite you deserve to be excited so yeah i mean i do have to say that like it just made me um I definitely want a serious relationship that's just not with this simp. <laughs> he just, is just simping. not just not with a boy just not with a boyfriend or a husband. <laughs> well, it's a crazy flex to the day after you sleep with someone for the first time to <laughs> introduce them as your girlfriend. That, that's, no, that's, that's no, that's weird. That's, that's the worst weird. thing. That's he's the done. only that's the only thing that's been weird, I think, so far. I mean the boyfriendy stuff is maybe you know he just likes you and stuff, and that's okay. I can you know we can the texts you that, mean that, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah. But sorry, that's what I meant. Um, but no, introducing you as your girlfriend that is a little weird. Definitely. And then you know? honestly, that's, I mean it's not a little weird. It's really weird. No, actually. I, and I'm I'll take it one step further, Your Honor. It's weird to do. The, it's very weird to do the boyfriend thing and to follow it up with boyfriend behavior yeah, yeah, yes yes that's in the sure, zone of like sure. this, and, this, and he and he didn't comment on it too and say hey sorry i called you my the girlfriend i just i don't know why i said that he didn't say anything like that right no in fact on the on the subway ride he he was trying to be like like flirty like oh hey like this morning i, I had a really good time because we had some hanky panky in the morning and i was just like are you telling me this in the subway please did he call it hanky panky well, it, was, it was it was it was a bit of a turn off yeah i, I would be turned off yeah. and also he's older which i think i mean yeah adds I think another we've, dimension of weirdness i think we've assessed the situation yeah here's the problem too yeah. when you don't like how someone does one thing you don't like how he yeah. introduced you and then you don't like how he's texting you and then you don't like it kind of like seems him. like you don't like him and you know you just have to ask yourself why are you dating people who you're not into yeah. you know like yeah. I, it, I think that's the I mean, bigger he's issue a, he's a sweet man Every, everything else was good up until this little yeah but i mean it's just gonna be five <laughs> more say, things in 10 days that you don't really like about him you, say, you don't really like him but for some reason you're like you're tolerating him yes Brent? you and you saying he's a sweet man and that he's older made me just think he was 75 or something <laughs> You know what I mean? Or 80. Or 75 80, is or young, or, Brent. Or 80. Or he's, 80, like, he's, like 80. A, he's like a local a, a local fellow that gives out hard candies at the park. He's like, oh, that's the, he's a sweet man. And it, he's harmless. And right. Maybe girlfriend is more of a an older expression. She's a friend of mine who's a girl. Oh, this yeah. is my girlfriend. You know, my my lady friend. You know? Basically, he might have had a shot, even though he's a little bit out. Of, you're a little out of his league. He might have had a shot if he'd had game. But instead. He's probably hot, but like uh, not the guy a great personality. Is he oh, hot? How old no, is actually, really? don't answer that i can tell he's hot she likes hot guys the the age difference is only like nine years i'm 31 he's like 40 40. that would make him 40 yeah and 40 is very young and vibrant 
Yeah. Um, so it's like I just didn't understand why he was. Oh, you're saying he's too. Know, he's old it, enough it, to know it, better. It really was a turnoff. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that it's you should just end it. And you know what? It's you know these are lessons that one has to learn. That hey, don't get all. You know, boy, what you're gonna call someone your girlfriend after knowing them that short? I, I mean, honestly, do you want to break weird. it off with him? That's yeah. Therein lies the big question. I don't know how to approach this because I, I would like to see him again. Maybe why? Because, why? He's he's cool. He's funny. We had a good time. I would hate to like. I, I think this is more on like on my side that maybe I'm reading too much into this and it just made me feel uncomfortable like in the moment. And so now I'm just like writing him off completely. Well, you have um, a, you have an option. Uh, one is. One is to tell him that you're not feeling it and you want to move on. And the other, I think, honestly, your only other option in this situation is to tell him, you know, I got to tell you, you called me your girlfriend and that was that was not, I didn't like it. And maybe he could like step up, but yeah. it sounds like he's just kind of annoying. Or and it can, sounds like yeah. he's going to keep doing annoying things. But if you tell him how you feel... You get, it's good practice. I remember once I was a waitress and this girl came in and she, or this girl I waitress with, she was like beautiful. She would always have a lunch date and I, and we would have a break for like 40 minutes. And she was always going with some guy like up the street, different guys would come in and I'd be like, and some, one guy was like so nasty. And I was like, why are you going on your break with him? And she was like, social practice. <laughs> and she was like learning how to like eat like you know clams or whatever up the street during our 45 minute break with this like incel or you know this dude who was like so far beneath her but anyway the point is you can use these people as practice not what? in that way no but just to say like practice saying what you think you don't really care about this guy that much like practice just saying like hey like that made me feel really uncomfortable when you said i was your girlfriend if you want to keep hanging out with me well, i kind of do care i don't want him to like if he really is an incel i don't want him to like murder to me kill you, you know that, yeah. I break it, it off or something hey, right you don't, you don't, you don't have to, so you, I can wanna, prep, you can I wanna it. approach it in a way that's like, oh, that was a little weird. It, it has been a week, so I don't know. If... Well, maybe just approach it like this. Hey, I wanted to add, there was something on my mind. Something's been on my mind that's been bothering me. <laughs> Listen. Okay. And the, do, you have, do you have dimples, by the way? Because that will help, too. That's no, I'm a, just kidding. I'm going to say call wait, back to something else we were talking about I, earlier. But I just want to say real quick, all you have to do is really, though, just say, ask him as a question. So just out of curiosity, why did you refer to me as your girlfriend when you know mm, you, that's you good that make guy. it a just question make it a question not that's it, great because then he can be like oh we had sex so we're boyfriend and girlfriend and or say, he can okay, be like I'm i not, know that was weird yeah i'm not really that yeah. then you can say i don't i didn't don't feel that way i mean i don't think we're there yet you know yeah and so question not an accusation i but like more that a question. i like that's that my, my i mean the th oh sorry i just want to say i'm not condoning to say like social to to practice social practice but why not practice use our lives as practice to just try to become better and more clear and more powerful and more, you know, uh, ourselves, you know, why but not use this relationship? It's like harsh. Well, who cares? Yeah. Who cares is right. Well, here, he, he did something weird. He did something socially weird and unacceptable. You and cannot... you feel it's harsh to confront him because that's like a feminine thing where you're like, oh, you know, I should just like, I'm, I'm like always like trying to I... fan the, flame of the male ego at Which all I times. Which I do like about you. But it's exhausting. <laughs> but I will I'm, say, I'm actually bored of that. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> listen, honey, if it makes you feel any better, you uh, uh, 
honestly often um, do not fan my ego and in fact <laughs> womp it in a way that feels like a sort of Shaquille O'Neal dunking on a <laughs> Lakers basket. I know but, it's hard. But uh, here's the thing. I'm thinking about it more. He did something that not just was weird. It was not cool. Mm. Like it was not acceptable. You can't declare a woman your girlfriend yeah, without, very immature. Her, without her consent or talking to her about it. You need and to so, talk to him about so that. So removing the part where he might murder you, which is a thing that might be true of all men, removing that, um, it might be good for him to hear that that's not a cool thing to do just because you sleep with someone to declare them your your girlfriend. Sparing him from murdering someone else. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you got to take this one for the team and uh, put just, yourself out it's there. It's not even about it being uncool. To me, it just seems really drastic to be yeah. to think. Uh, but it I, is I'm, all, I'm all, all all of a sudden I'm in a committed relationship with somebody or something like but that. But I think it is uncool. It's presumptuous. Well, it's, it's, he, it's but un, he probably it's got nervous. That's yeah, yeah, maybe it, doesn't, it, was a nervous it doesn't matter thing. when you do nervous. If when you're nervous and you do something uncool, you should be told. But. If you don't want to tell them, then you should break up with them. Those are your choices. And I also think it's really important to let people know what they can get away with and what they can't. And that's maybe your job is to be like, oh, you know, that is actually something. I mean, you don't have to say it like that. You can't get away with that. But I think just drawing attention to it. But the third option, which is not saying anything about it and going out with him on another romantic date, I do not recommend. I think also like when it actually happened, um, I think like the, I don't think he was nervous about it at all because I think the nervous thing would be to be like, oh, this is maybe not introduce me at all. Just like, oh, like Napoleon Dynamite. Like, this is um, my, my, my girlfriend <laughs> kind of a thing. <laughs> or just like, I don't know. I feel like if I was in the same position and I ran into like one of my friends, I would have been like, this is Doug. On, you know yeah i yeah. i usually if it's at this stage second date or whatever i mean i probably would say this is my friend you know i would yes. say friend you know yeah. i'd say friend it's you know? by my first name yeah. if that needs for you me know. i would say this is my friend daniella we had sex for the first time last night <laughs> one, one last question about this guy um, does he by any chance wear a top hat <laughs> <laughs> also i have good to question, say good question brent I think that like people are either cool or not cool and, and it was is, not cool that yeah. what he did. And so I think that like you kind of need to like gauge him a little bit more because if he does like four more not cool things like he's, you know, he's not that cool. So am, don't hang out with him. Yeah, yeah, I am sensing a pattern, which is uh, he is declaring himself into your life. I am your boyfriend. Yeah, like after he said that. I was like, if he, if we go on a date and he says, I love you, I'm going to, I'm going to lose it. No, but it's, it's easy. It's easy to, this has mystery written all over. Totally. It's easy to ignore. I bet this is one of mystery's rules. If you run into a date and you know, you're with, you see your friend, you say like, this is my girlfriend. girlfriend? Yeah. Like it's like a flex. But He's doing this thing where he's insinuating himself into your life without your consent. It's like, this is my girlfriend. When are we getting breakfast? Hey, I'm gonna text you every yeah, day. The, the, it, the breakfast thing was the last straw. I was just like, uh, "I'm sorry, did I miss something? Were you were you gonna drive to my house and drop off these bagels? Uh, I, I don't know." What was without the on. girlfriend thing, I could forgive that for sounding flirtatious, but with the girlfriend thing, it's like uh, somebody needs to talk to you. Yeah, I think. Just ask the question. Ask the question. Put the top hat on. Ride yeah. the wave. All right. Well, good luck, Daniela. Maybe, maybe I hope get we a, could help you. Maybe get a bunch of questions, hey, put them in the hat, and draw one out. That's a good one. Hey, Daniela, will you tell us how this goes? Will you keep us apprised? 
I would love to know how this shakes out. You can actually text I, Moshe directly. No, no, no. Contact us and come back on. Tell us how it goes. I will. All I right. definitely will. But thank I know you. how to broach the subject now a little bit better. Good, because of old Brent Weinbach. Well, thank you for staying up late with us, and we appreciate that. And uh, the fact that you stayed up this late with us, you know what that means, right? Not sure. You're our girlfriend now. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Good night. She just automatically has to like be yeah. the one. She's our girlfriend. You're the podcast Honestly, girlfriend. She's pretty hot. Yeah. I, I think I would be open to her. Absolutely. When are we getting breakfast? When are you getting breakfast? Exactly. That's the next line. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you guys so Goodbye. much. Good luck. Huge fan. I will be joining the Patreon. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. I just feel like. Women are superior. Okay. Well, that's good to know. That's great. Oh, what do you mean women are superior? Men well, talk like this. Well, there, she means they're superior as far as, you know, body parts goes and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, boobs. I mean, that woman stuff. was like so attractive and like, you don't know you can what that tell guy looks like. He sucks. He told, um, if I were with a guy and he was like, this is my girlfriend, first of all, I would give him a crazy look. And then I would, when we got home, I would be like, dude, we're not boyfriend and girlfriend. I mean, I'm trying to imagine. I just, that's why I'm like, why didn't she say something? I know. Well, she was taken aback, but I'm trying to imagine the same situation with me. If I would like the night after I slept with a girl for the first time, I'm walking to the train. She's like, have you, this is my boyfriend. I would, I would be, I would never call her again. You know what? Even if it's my girlfriend, I wouldn't say this is my girlfriend. I would say this is so and so, their name. (laughs) Right. I wouldn't say they're my girlfriend. This is my boyfriend. Maybe that's like two and a half years in, and you're like, it's that's weird to even say this is my. Why do you have to say that? It's not. It's it's not a cool instinct. Yeah. That's why I'm like, these are called red flags. Just say this is. This this is Natasha. The only know, time, well, the only time I'll tell somebody this is my wife is if I'm in a social situation and a man tries to speak to Natasha. I say <laughs> that's my wife, you know, uh-huh. and so he now knows not to. Right. So that's kind of cool. No, she was she was cool. I just like I feel bad for the guy because he he, either, he might just need to know. He might just be awkward. He needs to learn lessons. He needs to, the boy need to learn. But, but also, I think people get nervous, and they're just like, yeah, yeah. and that could have been like yeah, a guy been. who beat him up no, when he was in third grade listen, or something, and he's nervous. like, oh, this is my girlfriend. No, but see, if you're that, if that happens to you, you go, oh, this is my girlfriend, like how guys say it, mm-hmm. you're responsible to later on in the subway go, listen, I, I know that was weird when right. I said you were my right. girlfriend. Sorry about he that. Yeah. Said, he would have said something later if he did, if it was a sort of yeah. nervous thing. He should have said, I, I don't know why I said girlfriend. Sorry about that. I know that was weird. You and, know? Yeah. and also, like when you're first meeting someone those are like the fun times where it should be all about like interesting things and funny things and things that you guys have in common and you know it's not like about like weird interactions and then fights over those listen i'm on her side because she said she's going to join the patreon if you would like to support this podcast join our patreon brent will actually be on our secret dump this week in the patreon uh in the patreon only secrets so you can listen along with brent um and you can find us patreon slash endless honeymoon and also, if you have a secret, give us a call at 213-222-8608 or send us an email if you have a question or you'd like to be on the podcast. EndlessHoneymoonPod at Gmail. Sorry if we can't get to everybody. Uh, Brent, do you have anything you would like to plug? I got this podcast also called The Poundcast. I co-host it with DJ Doug Pound. Doug Love Lusenhop. him. 
And you know, he's a friend. Big fan. Why don't we have Dougie on? We should have Doug on. And uh, uh, oh, and anyway, that's so check that out. The wait, Poundcast. what's the did. name of the oh the pound the cast? Poundcast, yeah. But you guys were doing some great videos too. Well, we do a, a web web series. We did a web series called Pound House, but um, but yeah, that podcast. And then also, I started this thing I do weekly with my sister. It's a live stream. It's Your sister's every... a very talented musician. And mm-hmm. she's also happens to be really funny too, I think. And she's um, we do this thing called the Chicken Coop on, on YouTube. Um, it's every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. It's a live the stream. The Chicken thing. Coop? Yeah, we kind of just do different segments and we chat and stuff. And cool. We, and, then, and that's... Wait, what day? Mondays at 6 p.m. Pacific Moshe, time. Moshe, why don't we turn into the Chicken Coop? I'd love coop. to watch the Chicken Coop. I wanted to... Yeah. Oh, anyway, you can find it at my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Brent Weinbach, as well as other videos. Natasha, you got anything to plug? Pre-order your book. Oh, I have a book coming out called The World Deserves My Children. Uh, it is out. You can look at my Instagram to see how to pre-order it. But Brent, I have a question for you. Oh, yes, ma'am. I know your sister, Laura Weinbach, is very talented. And I'm curious because I have a child. When did you start? When did she start getting like music lessons? Uh, yeah, I mean, we never really got into it at an early age and you should never force your kids into it. You shouldn't say like you have to pick at five, you have to pick an instrument. No, because if you force them into it, they're not going to like it and they're going to want to not be into music. Mm. And we, cause we all, our whole family, all the kids in our family are musicians and we all got into it kind of in a very organic way where, you know, when I was 14, I started listening to jazz more and I started getting into it. We're t- we were, we're not talking asking. about no, we're I talking know. about Laura. No, I know, I know. I just was saying that you, <laughs> you know, started I st- listening to I started- jazz at fourteen yeah. on your own volition, not well, that your I just mom thought this like- sounded cool. My my parents were into jazz already, but I mean, I started thinking it was cool when I was fourteen, and then I started wanting to take lessons when I was fifteen, and I wanted to take lessons. And the same thing kind of happened to my sister. Although I will say this, my dad did do one thing that was a little bit, um, I don't know if you want to call it. For, for, he didn't force her exactly, but if she got in trouble and got grounded, he would let her get out of the grounding if she would memorize these jazz song standards. If she would memorize the the, what? the singing, those jazz standards, and he, he said, if you do that, you can become ungrounded or whatever. And so that was something that... So she would like have to sing a jazz standard for him yeah. to become ungrounded? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Anything goes. <laughs> That's not a jazz standard. But she was it? like, <laughs> smoke gets in your eyes. Sure, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you, ha- do you have her... Do you remember I bet, her I bet that was one of them, actually. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. And so it's... He, you know, he wanted... That was just... So that was one thing that was a little bit... He kind of tried but would to she, make... All right, her. let me ask you this. Did she have to perform for him? Yeah. I mean, sort of. She should have to sing it for him, you know? Yeah, I mean... And she'd memorize it. That would be a pretty... Um, flawed system if he's like memorize it but you don't have to perform it for me. Like, <laughs> so he's like so I not, memorized it dad yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah Brent Weinbach you are um a gentleman and a scholar and a great comedian and also you have a wonderful memory <laughs> oh I wish I had that yeah and well he, he's being facetious to some degree I think oh, he's, right? he, he remembered everything remember but um Brent yeah one last thing yeah you your kids will get into um or your kid will get into music if you're into music and it's always in the house playing, which is what it was like in my household, you, they'll gravitate towards it on their own, I think. Mm. Just for anybody listening. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Brent Weinbach. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank Na- you for having me. Natasha, I love you. Thank you for having me, Mosh. Brent, you are our girlfriend. <laughs> when are we having breakfast?